Be around people that make you want to be a better person, who make you feel good, make you laugh, and remind you what's important in life. This is our very first episode, so welcome to our podcast. Today's title is A Meet Cute. Meet your hosts, Akeshia Kinshea, and of course me, Michelle Drapetti. What is a meet cute, you ask? Well, on a TV show, it's that moment in a storyline where two people meet for the first time, and from there, a relationship is born. Now, Akeshi and I have known each other for a long time, but we are giving you a chance to get to know us today. So welcome to our meet cute. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Art of Celebrating podcast, where we discuss the science and art of a curated celebration. I'm Akeshia Kinshea, wedding and event planner, floral and event designer, author, speaker, lifestyle expert, and CEO of Cash Events. And I'm Michelle Drapetti, Chicago-based wedding planner with over 20 years experience in the industry, a restaurant owner, amateur equestrian, speaker, published author, and owner of Michelle Drapetti Events. And we are your hosts. For decades, we've planned and designed all kinds of celebrations from weddings to showers, holiday parties, and galas all over the world. And we're excited to bring you expert tips, advice, and great conversations in all things celebrations, plus amazing conversations with other experts in the wedding and events industry. After years of curating luxury events and experiences, we are now sitting down to dish with you on all the ins and outs of building a beautiful, layered, celebratory experience that tantalizes all the senses. If you love a good party, then this podcast is for you. So subscribe and invite a friend. You are in for a treat. (laughs) Hey friends, welcome back to our very first episode where we're going to share a little bit about each other. So obviously I've known Michelle for a very long time. She's a dear friend. We have many laughs, lots of wine and great conversations in addition to some killer events and we work great together. Mm -hmm. But today we're going to share a little bit about each other and share how we got started because we do have kind of similar um, origins origins mm-hmm. into this beautiful world of celebrations and creativity. So my first question is, Michelle. I'm ready. When did you fall in love with celebrations? So this is an easy one for me because I think about this a lot. I was an only child. I am an only child, I should say. Present tense. I'm still here. <laughs> Coronavirus makes me question that, but I am still here. So I'm an only child. Uh, on my mother's side of the family, my grandparents, Jean and Ida, have been a very strong presence in my life. They are who founded the restaurant that's a part of my family, and they were really the first touch point that I've ever had to true entertainers. They loved, they were hospitality experts, and they celebrated milestones like most people uh, figure out how to go on vacation annually, right? This was something, celebrations were huge to them. So their 45th wedding anniversary, they decided to celebrate and mark with a party. And I'll never forget it. My mom was in this gorgeous dress. My grandmother, my dad, and my grandfather were in tuxedos. And they went to the church where they were married, which is the Assumption Church across from our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they did a vow renewal. And they, there was humor. And the, you remember my grandfather being like, don't change your mind when he talked to my grandmother on the, on the altar. Yeah. And then oh, they wow. had, right? And like, because there's humor there. And they had this beautiful, curated 
party that my mom planned with my grandmother and my aunt was a little involved as well but it had floral and food and this great bar and entertainment there was always a good band and everything they did just had layers and felt good and that's when I fell in love with celebrating was because of the two of them and ultimately my parents and I think it's very similar for you you come from a background like mine that you Mm -hmm. already alluded to where like there's it's multi-generational of like hospitality Mm -hmm. right Mm mm-hmm Yeah, so that's kind of how I fell. That's sort of how I fell in love with celebrations. What about what about you? Yeah, I don't I don't have a particular moment, but it just goes back to be uh, me as a kid. Um, Well, first, I I always used to say if you asked me, I want to be a medical doctor. It was like my automatic. You said that before. Yeah, I've heard you. I want to be a medical doctor, and then (laughs) yeah, no, but. It goes back to my mom. My mom is like my core and my foundation of everything. And I used to joke when she was alive and say like, you know, I'm your favorite daughter. And she would go, shh. Yeah. I'm like, so it is true. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm my mom's daughter. I literally picked up everything I know from my mother. And I come from a large family. And our home was a home where everyone came to. Every holiday, Christmas, every party. We were the hosts like we host the family huge family by the way and then in addition to all the other businesses creativity has always been a part of my childhood and then it just kind of grew from there but I used to fight it all the time really I used to fight it I'm like no I'm I was anything but a party planner event planner designer I was a I would, then I was going to be a lawyer. I went to law school for a year. Really? Yes, in Nigeria. Look, I learned something new today. <laughs> I went to law school for a year, never went to class. Not important. However, <laughs> it was part of my journey. Fast because yeah, Fast forward to today. <laughs> but I did everything but. But the one thing that, that stayed with me is I was attached to my mom and her hip in terms of like every time she was prepping for these parties, I was the one holding the pin for her. Okay. I was with her tailors learning how to sew. I used to um, go with her and design and all these things. So I pick and I, I pick up things fast, but mostly because I was around someone that I found truly inspirational yeah. and I loved and love, and I don't know the term to use anymore, but um, that was the beginning for me. And then it just kind of grew, I guess. I am so happy that you included in that story you were just telling the origin of the sewing, how you learned to sew. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite and very first memories of you was this time we worked together on an event at my venue at the time um, for some investors of ours. We were Mm -hmm. we were basically like premiering the space after having completely refurbished it. And I wanted something really different within the decor. And you suggested, because we were using shivari chairs, because this was a, a minute ago. Yeah. And we were using shivari chairs. And you said, wait, I have the perfect thing. I have these chair caps. Uh-huh. And I was like, you have a what? Like, I'm a, you're like, I'm going to sew them for you. You picked this gorgeous fabric. And you came, you, I don't know how you did, because we had like 75 people. Mm-hmm. And like within two days, <laughs> you showed up with... These beautiful, they were like these little, um, I don't even know what you'd call them, like capelets mm-hmm. for the chair. And it had this gorgeous ch- train and like it revolutionized the shivari. Like the whole thing, I was like, oh, I this girl needs to be my friend. Oh my I'll never gosh. forget that. That feels like forever ago now, but I remember. And I think that was when we first met or like we were just getting to know each other. I was yeah. like, I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> no, So I'm going to sew these. And I, I still have them somewhere in my studio, but... 
yeah, give me a sewing machine. And, yeah, you're but good I at lear- it. Literally learn how to sew by being around my mom's. That's tailors. amazing. And as a kid, I used to make my own clothes. You're kidding. I used to, because um, I and I used to sew pants. I can't sew trousers anymore. When Nigerians would say trousers, which is so, well, that's the right word, though. Right, but yeah. you know we say pants in America. Yeah. But I grew up saying trousers. But we used to sew trousers and shirts. And yeah, I just love to put things together. I should have known back then. That was that's not a layer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we have similar backgrounds. It's all yeah. comes from family, and I think family is the core really of celebrations, right? Or the people around you, love or ones. the people you love. Yeah. Um, and it started from my big old family, who I love very dearly. That's very cool. That's a beautiful legacy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on to the next question on our discovery journey today, our meet cute. How long have you been producing events? Oh boy, I literally just had to do the math this year. I officially ten mm-hmm. years for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Congrats! A decade. Milestone. Time for a party. Pops bubbly. <laughs> ten years. Wow. I can't believe it. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Thank you. High five. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're still here, still, still standing here. Uh, yep. in the middle of a pandemic. But yeah, 10 years for me officially. I kind of use my, my. In, uh, I remember when I was engaged was when like I truly had that spark to tr- take it seriously. Okay. Um, and it was a year before I got married and we just hit nine years. So officially 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. 10 Congrats. blissful years. 10 blissful and years. 10,000 bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time flies when you're planning stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about you? So I started, my very first job was in public relations. Technically, I worked for a public affairs firm and actually worked in politics. I was 23 and I am 42. Wow. So it's 19 years. Oh my goodness. Because I worked on the events team at the public affairs firm. So I actually did political advance was the very first work that I did. Um, and that was 19 years ago. I started MDE in 2008 or seven. I lose count. So I don't know. I've been doing this a long, long ass time. What was your first wedding? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's at a venue that no longer exists. It was the River East Art Center in Chicago. And it was a lovely bride and groom who I met at a wedding expo. Mm -hmm. Because I was doing those at the time because I had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. So this is really funny. um, Because we were just talking earlier about how my dad says really funny stuff. Yeah. Okay. So 2007, we opened the company. I was doing all kinds of corporate events, social, um, private, lots of... Uh, product launches and lots of things like that. No weddings, zero weddings. 2008 comes, economy like goes, right? Right. And everyone, all of these companies that were hiring me to do their galas and all of these things were now hiring someone that they could pay $10 an hour internally. And they were no longer outsourcing via a contract to Mm -hmm. event planners. So my dad sits me down and he's like, so you have this company, you're kind of, you know, have some financial obligations because my dad was my, he is my biggest fan and supporter. He is also my investor. Yeah. So he is my toughest person also. Right. And so he sits down with me and he's like, you know, I know you really want to do this and you're really good at it. And I have now worked for the Obamas at this point, the Clintons through this company that I worked for. Right? right. I've had these phenomenal experiences, but I am not keeping the lights on with this business. Right. And he says to me, um, two things you should probably keep in mind. 
people will always die and they will always get married. Oh. So he says to me, why you did it in that order? I don't know. And I was like, oh, I don't, funerals, right? mad respect for all those involved in that element of our journey in life. Mm -hmm. But it's not me. So weddings it is. That was how I got involved in weddings. Went to an expo. This client was interested in doing month of. It was $800 for me, which was, I thought, the jackpot. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> it was with Kehoe Designs. Um, and I had no idea what I was doing. I adapted my timeline from politics and big corporate events to fit a wedding. And that was it. The next year, I had 27 weddings. The first year, I had one. We launched wow. in like May, which was so stupid. In the middle of wedding In the middle season. of wedding season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was good because that wedding, I learned a lot. The, thankfully, the client was lovely and very appreciative. I sort of learned a lot from that experience. And then the following year, I had 27. And that was that. Or experience is your best teacher, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Um, my first wedding, this amazing, sweet couple hired me because they heard I launched my business. I had zero events. I used to put together like random like cocktail dinners, rooftop parties for fun. Okay. So that was my portfolio. Okay. Ikea napkins, Ikea. Hey. <laughs> Ikea wine glasses. It's Wherever not what I spend. could get my hands, yeah. I used to buy plastic folding tables and I would rent a rooftop and host my friends. Okay. So that was my portfolio. Smart. And they hired me and they paid me $750. Right? Jackpot. And I, you couldn't <laughs> tell me anything. Next question. Yes. Where do you find inspiration? I really want to answer you with something random like the alley outside, but <laughs> just Chicago alleyways. Yes, yes, the, the L. Um, no, but so all, all kidding aside, um, where do I find inspiration? Everywhere in life, everywhere. From my grandparents, from you, from a beautiful plate of pasta at a restaurant, mm -hmm. um, from the Renaissance, because I'm an art history nerd. That was what I majored in in college. To my horses, you know, I'm an amateur equestrian. I, I find a lot of inspiration from them because they get me outside mm. and they put me back into my headspace and my frame of mind that I need to be uh, to really be my best self. So I pull a lot from them. My parents, my, um, I should probably say like my husband. What does he inspire me to do? Um, Everything. Be patient. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like celebrating celebrating and planning celebrations there's for us i think there's a state of mind that we're in yeah and and in order to be in that state of mind a constant influx of visual um and and like you know all the senses we talk about this all the time yeah sensory inspiration is so important right don't you think 100 mm percent. -hmm. what would your tell me what inspires you just like you i would start with everything anything and everything mm -hmm. um lately nature mm -hmm. i've been i've noticed that in your work yeah going out nature is is i think nature is a, our biggest inspiration and never really tapped into that until recently yeah because i just embraced greenery a few that's, years ago and that's my favorite thing is outside <laughs> outside mm -hmm. um it's amazing what's out there i think everything starts from the outside even the stuff we work with the flowers we use is grown yeah. outside right so but just like the most random thing 
I wouldn't say Chicago alleys because, <laughs> however, <laughs> behind it is some greenery. Yeah. Um, a great piece of fabric, a beautiful dress. Fa- fashion is a huge fashion. For I both just of keep us. thinking of Dolce and Gabbana for some reason, and yes. their amazing fabric. Um, beautiful flatware, beautiful silver, like anything. Yeah. Um, you know what else is really interesting for inspiration for me? Quiet, stillness. To shut your brain off and like get rid of all the noise. Because there's a lot of noise, right? Yes. And when I center myself and I force myself to shut up, I, I get a re-spark of new things. So I get ideas where I'm like, oh, I can do this. So I get ideas from that. And that's, it's interesting because we never shut up. We're just always like... Da-da-da-da-da. Right. No, that's... Quiet and stillness is a source of inspiration for me lately. But even people, obviously, like, you know, when we're working with clients, they're the start of the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then we elevate it and add our, our secret sauce to it. But there's inspiration everywhere. A book. Agreed. A architecture. Architecture. Ar- architect- mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Travel. We talk about travel all the time, you and I. Travel, yep. people, mm-hmm. um, anything, really. Yeah. No, paint. agreed. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Splash of paint. I, absolutely. Art. Um, and it all just connects. And it's, I think we're able to, that's why nothing is ever boring because we're not repeating the same thing. Even though we're Very using true. the same materials, we're recreating in different ways, which is so exciting. You're considerably more disciplined than I though. Mm-hmm. Because I, to sit quiet and try to find inspiration, I don't know if I can handle that anymore. Because I would fall asleep, I think. Because now I'm always just so damn tired. It's hard. Yeah. It's, um, but just like, just recentering. Well, you're a Zen master though. It. No, I'm not. I think so. I, I try. You're my Zen master. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try. And creatives are the, hard, the hardest people to sh- get quiet. Yes. Um, because our brains are always onto the next thing or looking to elevate because yeah. that's the pressure of our jobs is to beat the last great thing mm-hmm. and it takes for me quiet and resets so I would say that would be my where I get my inspiration from I love that that's it, it's funny how creatives no matter what inspires there's always a moment where there's like mutual inspiration too which is really mm-hmm. really cool okay so one of our next questions is, what is, are you ready for this one? Uh-huh. What is the favorite part of the planning process? You mean besides the checks? <laughs> yes, I mean besides the payment. <laughs> That's an added bonus. That's the favorite part. For real though, my favorite part, I would say, is when things start to click. Besides the people, obviously, the clients that we work with, mm-hmm. but when things, these pieces and puzzles that we've, we're dreaming about and we're mapping out in our heads start to come together in real life. Mm-hmm. Like when I see even a sample of like stationery mm-hmm. or like a monogram, I'm like, oh, yep. And then I'm inspired by that. But for me, when all these loose pieces start to tie in, it is literally my favorite part of planning. I can, I understand that completely because it's very similar for me. I love, I love the moment when I click with a client and then we go to contract. That's a really exciting moment for me. Yeah. And then from there to when we sort of have all these conversations, so so many times a client will say, I don't know what I like. I'm like, but that's okay. I've got you. Right. Tell me what you don't like and show me because that's how we'll find what you do like. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And I love 
kind of guiding through that and, and immediate sort of initial process because that's when you really like you just said like that cadence and that rhythm for mm-hmm. it to click that's when it starts so for me i enjoy that period as well yeah i guess if you rephrase it it'd be like when you see your your skill when you start to use your skill set yes you know because you when you said when they when they sign a contract it really for me is like when they choose me. Yes. It's like when they, oh my, they chose me. Yes. I guess I do know what I'm doing yes. after all. But after that, it's like, it gives you that boost and then you're like, now I have to show up for them. Yes. And then over deliver and impress them. Um, but it's a part of the process. So for kind of, you know, mutual. Yeah. I also um, love to, what I want to know, like I have this voracious, what inspires them? Mm. Who are they? What is their story mm-hmm. as individuals and then together as a couple? So we can infuse that into, you know, the professional knowledge that we have. Yeah. Right. But then infuse who they are into what we do. Yeah. That's so fun for me. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's all fun. I mean, it's all exciting. Obviously, it's a long, it's a, it's a long relationship, a long journey. Um, and then you just, the I would say an added bonus is like you, you meet these new people total strangers become entangled in a good way, not mm-hmm. the other entanglement. <laughs> no knots. No right? nuts. But we, we're kind of, you know, interwoven in a, yeah. in a creative process and become collaborators. In this brief moment in time, for one night only, all these pieces come together mm-hmm. to bring forward this gorgeous celebration. And then after that, everyone sort of moves in a different direction, yeah. right? You move away from your client mm-hmm. um, because they're no longer needing you for services. Your client moves on to the next moment in their life. So it's this really cool culmination of all these pieces coming together that I always love. Yeah. But then there's also like when you part ways, so to say, there's a mutual admiration, there's mm-hmm. a mutual love mm-hmm. and a mutual friendship. Yep. Even if you don't talk every day like you used to. Because I, I kind of go through that with Jiro, like, oh. Yes. You know, Same. and then I'm like, okay, make sure you keep in touch. But then there's, whether you guys talk or not, or whether it's two years, there's still that mutual love and admiration. So that's an also plus. Yes. I always love seeing when they keep in touch on social. I always mm-hmm. love seeing mm-hmm. when couples have begun a family and or reach a milestone in their career yes. or they celebrate an anniversary and they go back to a wedding photo. Yeah. That, that, happens to, that happened to me today. Someone hit their two-year anniversary and they went back to their wedding photos on social to, ch- to share. Oh, my goodness. It just made the my best. heart – yeah, my heart was bursting because I was like, oh, I'm I so happy to have been that. part of that. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say is the best part of the actual celebration, so the actual day of? I just love to see it all come together. Mm-hmm. Like to me, when I'm standing in a room, moments before the client comes in for the room reveal. Yeah. Because I'm pretty neurotic about scheduling a room reveal into my um, love it into my timeline. I have this thing where I tell clients all the time, your guests and your loved ones are going to come in stampeding like a herd of elephants <laughs> to all this work you've done to pull this together, right? Yeah. Let's take a moment in the pristine and enjoy Isn't that it. amazing yes. when they're like, oh, the menu, look at that. They yes. came out so great. Yes. And then I love when they look at the decor and they look at me like, oh, gashy. Right. I'm like, oh my God, it's we so nailed satisfying. Yeah. It's so like heart down to a cellular level into my toes. I feel it. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're event planners and, you know, we create these magical moments for people, but we're also human beings. And when someone walks in and they light up because of what you've done. Yes. The best. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's no amount of money can actually make that. Like that is like, it's not about the money at that moment. It's just about the fact that you did it. Your team and everyone, everyone involved, your partners, just to put this big project into one like big explosion of joy and happiness and creativity and then of course the photos right oh photos are yep photos afterward are like life 
something else this year for me specifically more so than prior years that has really been a huge like silver lining has been the amount of gratitude I've seen from most all of my couples. Oh yeah. You know, that's a good one. After mm-hmm. being with them now for like two and a half years, mm-hmm. right? Which is longer than I've ever planned anything yeah. wedding wise. At the end when they're like, I had a couple, they got married at the London house here in Chicago and they both looked at me as the dance floor was opening and they grabbed my hand and they said, this would not have happened without you. Mm. Oh, it just, my heart burst. And it was about everybody. They thanked every vendor. Mm -hmm. They were so kind. I love that. So I think another thing that I love about this industry that I carry with me when it's not present is the gratitude of some, those super wonderful heart clients, as I call them. Yeah. Right? So that's definitely something that I that I love about the industry and and celebrations in general is that moment in an event when a client expresses thanks. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It it feels good and it's not it's not even something like we say that with pride and we want to because we're proud of what we do mm-hmm. and and our relationships with these clients. But the truth is we would do anything to make sure that a celebration goes well. Mm -hmm. And it's not something we say to clients all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're doing it and we're trying everything. And sometimes I wish we could share everything. Mm -hmm. Like the things you have to go through to make Mm -hmm. sure that that one piece of item that they're loving did happen is amazing. And when you get a simple thank you or you know, I'm not saying everyone should cry, but when they shed a tear for the first time during a room reveal, I'm like, She cried for me. Yes. It's so good. But gratitude goes a long way because this is a hard job. Let's just be honest. Jokes aside, it's this me- job yes, is especially lately. intense and it's emotionally um, draining. It's physically draining. Spiritually. It's spiritually draining. And it takes a strong a strong person to do this over and over again. And, and a when lot of wine. A lot of wine, a lot of a lot of prosecco, maybe vodka. It depends on the day. However, a lot of sage, <laughs> a lot of I've sage, a lot of sage, a lot of yoga. Yeah, which yeah. has been my favorite thing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you goes a long way. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. I talk about that. Gratitude from our like for for that opportunity to work with them, but also gratitude for delivering yep. and and going above and beyond. I think gratitude both ways. Does, well, how about yeah. like this is the perfect way to end this little question we're talking about. Gratitude every way. Gratitude in every life way. right now. Lead with kindness. Mm-hmm. Lead with gratitude. Yeah. Show it, and you'll get it back tenfold. And yeah. if everyone did that every day, it would be so much better. Yeah. So, I always say like instead of picking the one thing that did not go wrong, be grateful for the ten things that went right. Yeah. Right. Because it's easy like oh this is not, but what about all the other things mm-hmm. that are beautiful and did work because in in the perfect world not everything is 100% perfect but we can work to be pretty damn close and at the end of the day what you want is a marriage that right. is more beautiful than your wedding than your wedding not the other way around right right so your wedding is going to be beautiful and all of these things that everyone's working so hard on but of course it's going to have a blip that's yeah. it's human nature that there's Absolutely. a blip throughout the day yeah. here and there but you're married at the end yeah. And that's the thing. Like you're starting a life. That's the thing. Gratitude. Always. I'm just, I'm going to go. That's my thing. Gratitude. Lead with gratitude. Start with gratitude. End with gratitude. Yes. Continue Live in with gratitude. gratitude. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Okay. So now that we're all grateful, 
you have this next question that I know you're dying to ask and talk about. Do you remember this one? Yes. <laughs> what do you love about being in the industry? Is it that one or is it this one? My other favorite. <laughs> you pick. No, we should definitely end with that. Okay. okay. Well, real quick, what I love about the industry mm -hmm. is this, meeting people like you. Same. Meeting, um, I wish, you know, it's such a blessing to have, and it's hard to explain, obviously, like we can only say so much, but there is beyond words and anything of the value of a friendship like this. It is beyond the creative projects. Yep. It is literally talking each other off a cliff. Yep. Being that sense of support, I, I preach community because we need it. Yep. And we, we are better because of it. We are wiser because of it. Our clients are happier because of our collaborations. Um, so that is my best part from the industry. I, I can't even talk about it without getting emotional, how much you mean to me, but how much you also bring to my life. Like, I can't even. Okay, so my last question, mm -hmm. which is the most important question mm -hmm. of the day. Penultimate. <laughs> what is your favorite cocktail? Oh, this is such a tough one to answer because really, as long as there's alcohol, I'm good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so actually, that's not entirely true because I'm not a spirits kind of gal. Mm -hmm. like my husband is bourbon and whiskey obsessed. I can't even smell it. Right? And like you love the French martini. There you I, go. I don't know how you drink that. I right? love it. I know you do. And it's always pretty. Oh, it's yeah. so pretty. But it is, not, it is not a joke, that French martini. I'm a wine drinker. If I'm not drinking wine, I'm drinking tequila, mm. and it's and it's probably not even a fancy. It's just like a like tequila on the rocks, with a lot of lime juice. Yes, I can do that. I, it has to be a spicy margarita for me, and I yep. can only have one or two, and I'm done. Yeah, but French martini. That's your is thing. My jam. Yeah. Yes. Um, and for a long time, I didn't have a favorite drink. It was just like a bunch of everything. Yeah. Um, but then also, I love a good Jean and Giorgetti French martini, which oh, you guys you, make for me every time I'm there. Yes. And I love it with my spaghetti and shrimp. Yep. By the way. Yeah. Two epic things. Saved that I love. as Akashi's favorite <laughs> notes. Yeah. I I will say this. What I like, probably more than anything, after dinner is a bitter. I love, like, I love I know. Aperol. I tried it or, once with you. Yes. It did not end well. <laughs> Aperol, and, like, in the, like, a spritz, fine, before a meal, or, like, a Campari and soda, yes, I can do those. But for me, something after dinner, like an after dinner um, digestivo, like we say in Italian, yeah. I love those. The alcohol content is also no joke there, so I got to be careful, because I'm getting a little old now. I don't want to run into stuff. So, but but a, a beautiful bottle of wine is my favorite way to go. Red. Can't go wrong white. with wine. Yeah. Italian yeah. reds all the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it, it makes sense because we're in the celebrations industry. We create all these amazing moments. And I just love one, a, a well curated cocktail, even if it's not for me, but for the guests, mm -hmm. like something that looks pretty, but also tastes good mm -hmm. is like a win for me. Same with food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Food, drinks, well, music, floral. all of the above. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. So yeah. I hope, I, don't know, I wonder what they think of us. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Hopefully we can redeem ourselves later, but um, we are so excited and so grateful that you made it to this part of the podcast. Yes. And episode. I'm grateful we made it to this point of the we podcast. We did. We did. <laughs> and, uh, but we have some amazing amazing topics that we have so much content and value to bring uh because this, there's so much to talk about about celebrations that 
you we it's an, we're unable to share in our social media hence the reason why we created this podcast mm-hmm. is to bring you more tips and insights so you can also create the most amazing celebration whether you're a celebrant or in the industry everyone is welcome bring a friend next time share mm-hmm. and uh we're gonna do this weekly every friday mm-hmm. we're going to drop a new episode unless we're super busy but we will do our best yep yep <laughs> it might be a three minute episode <laughs> might be sure, but you would hear from us <laughs> And we're just excited for this journey. Yeah. Um, you know, after 10 years and Michelle after 19, mm-hmm. we're doing this. So we have a lot of years of experience mm-hmm. combined to bring to the table. But like fine wine, we get better with time. Get better with time. Mm-hmm. Can I mention too, like it's totally unrelated, but 40 though. Yeah. No one told me that 40 would be so fun. Yeah. I'm having a ball. I turned 40 in May and I, I used to be terrified of like 40 years old. But yep. I've embraced being Same. a woman, being comfortable and confident in where I'm at in my life and just learning to not worry so much about silly things and enjoy people around you, love hard. Yeah, um, I love. I loved 40. I loved the entrance into that moment where my skin felt like my own. Yes. Right? That's so true. That's exactly what it is. I'm in my own skin now. It's not wearing me. That's what I feel. I think the pressure is off too. It's like, and it's not in a bad way. It's just like, we just put all these pressure and we were terrified of this 40 gate. But when you get through it, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really beautiful. 42 has been a bitch. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm two years ahead. But I blame that on the Rona, not on anybody else. It's, so, yeah, but yeah, it's all good, good things. All first gratitude yes. and then uh, hoping for better. But yeah. yeah, I agree with you though. I agree. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm having a ball. I'm having a good time. I'm loving people around me. I'm loving my relationships. I'm loving work. I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing. Well, it and shows in what you're doing too. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying creating right now. It's funny that you say that because didn't you just finish your second issue of yes. your spectacular magazine? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Art of Celebrating magazine, digital. We're launching today, actually, okay. Friday. Um, so the fall, September issue is out with some amazing content and um, collaborators. So there's more inspiration beyond the podcast for you to check out. Um, and if you shameless plug in, um, <laughs> to become a subscriber, go to cashevents.com slash magazine. And, um, it's a free magazine, all yours for your enjoyment. I enjoy it all the time. I really yeah, do. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And you, you, Jane and Jojetti shared some really good. We did. Speaking our of cocktails. Of cocktails. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of cocktails. cocktails. Um, but it's just great because like I said, beyond our websites, the blog, social media, it's just nice to have all these other outlets to share more of all these things we know that we know people can use and, and need in their lives to make their celebrations more fabulous. My lovely, talented friend, there is no way that only one element of this industry could hold you. You need <laughs> you need all the things. Well, thank you. You need all the things. Thanks for the compliment. Anytime. Yeah. Well, this was so much fun. I cannot wait for next week. Me either. First podcast. First time. podcast check. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you loved today's show, it will mean a lot to us. If you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. 
and take a screenshot and share on social media and tag us at mdrapetti events and cash events see you next week <laughs>